the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is AM 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. New poll shows most Americans oppose the Democrats' new plan to have the IRS monitor their bank transactions. More than two-thirds of voters are against plans in Congress to give the Internal Revenue Service access to data on all bank transactions over $600. And most believe Democrats are lying when they say they'll only raise taxes on the rich. A new Rasmussen Report's National Telephone and Online Survey finds that 69% of likely U.S. voters are opposed to legislation that would require banks to report data to the IRS, including 55% who strongly oppose the measure. Only 23% support the proposal, which is part of the so-called Build Back Better agenda Democrats are attempting to push through Congress. Bernie Bennett reporting. Former President Bill Clinton has been released from a hospital in California. He was being treated for a major infection. This is SRN News. Hey, it's Mike Gallagher. AM 1280 The Patriot is one of the great radio stations in America. I'm proud and thankful to be broadcasting on this station because 1280 The Patriot is composed of truly terrific people. Whenever I visit the Twin Cities, it's an added bonus to meet the people at this great station. You're too kind. We make a great team. Thanks for sticking with us through the last 20. Here's to 20 more. AM 1280 The Patriot. It's a little after 2 p.m. You're listening to WWTC AM 1280, The Patriot. With the Patriot Half-Off Deals Program, you can save 50% or more on great products and services in the Twin Cities. Right now, get half-off on Mathnasium. Visit am1280thepatriot.com and click the Half-Off Deals icon or call 651-405-8800. Weather for today, it's going to be beautiful, sunny with a high of 68. Tonight, clear and a low of 46. Coming up next, it's going to be Hour 2 of the Narn with the closer, Brad Carlson. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-minus 3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with our number two of the broadcast, we like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N-Show for any comments or questions. And if you'd like to follow us on Facebook, feel free to do so. Just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and give us a follow and a like if you so desire. And uh, we're not doing the obligatory live stream today. I tried to, I attempted to do so and something is wrong with the settings. I can't, uh, when I click on the drop-down box to choose the specific settings, uh, I don't know what the issue is. It wouldn't allow me to do it, so I couldn't configure it. So no live stream today, folks. Sorry about that. But if you do send a message via the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, I promise I will get to it, and if you uh, don't mind, I will share it on the air. In fact, um, we should probably do some sort of legal disclaimer. Anything you send to our social media accounts we claim is our property and therefore are going to... Read it on air. Now, there are some messages I have gotten over the past uh, uh, year or so that I probably I can't read on air because FCC uh, policy precludes me from doing so. But <laughs> but that, but I would be able to clean it up sufficiently. So uh, feel free to let, leave a message at our Facebook page as well if you so desire. Uh, continuing with some national stories, you know I've said many a time 
on this broadcast. Uh, Joe Biden has been president almost nine months now. And the one thing I always bring up is how his campaign was based on the fact that this country will return to competence and compassion if he is president. Basically taking shots at Trump because obviously Trump was the was uh, uh, very rough around the edges, to say the least, and uh, just very blunt, very non-political uh, political in his Twitter messages back when he had a Twitter account, and that he was incompetent in his job, didn't really know how to do the job as commander-in-chief. You can agree or disagree whether that's right, but that was the mantra of the Biden campaign. We're going to return competence and compassion to the White House. And in nine months, there hasn't been a hint of that. You know, that's been, and this, for those who have been following politics a long, long time, particularly that half century that Joe Biden has been in Washington, D.C., whether it was his capacity as a U.S. senator or later on as uh, vice president to then President Barack Obama, uh, the guy was an idiot. Well, let's, let's just call it like it is. And when you spend, all that time in, in in the cesspool that is Washington, you're pretty much on autopilot. And so the fact that he rose to the level of commander-in-chief didn't give me a lot of hope that he would show any kind of competence. And uh, Albert Hunt, who's a op-ed contributor at uh, thehill.com, uh, is a leftist. Uh, even he is... Not all that enthused about uh, Biden's performance thus far. Again, uh, Albert Hunt at The Hill. One quality Joe Biden brought to the presidency was competency, certainly compared to his predecessor, a low bar. More than a few Republicans concurred. That's why the most alarming numbers in the Quinnipiac poll this past week were by 55 percent to 42 percent Biden's negative ratings on competency. This goes to the core of his presidency. Unease also is reflected in background conversations with a few Democrats, strategists, donors, and office holders. This is not just the passions of the moment they fear, but a deeper concern that this White House may not be up to daunting challenges. Gee, you think? The most current, hardly the only concern of Democrats over is over the multi-trillion dollar social spending measure. For Biden and most congressional Democrats, this is do or die, certainly for next year's elections and probably for 2024, too. The White House has fumbled both the outside and inside role. Publicly, it has permitted the agenda to be dominated by the initial size of the package, $3.5 trillion. This is a number uh, This is a number. Republicans and a few Democrats seized upon. There it is, seize or pounce, drink, ignoring that it's over 10 years. The dialogue instead should be over the specific proposals for child care, home health care assistance, education, health care, and climate. They are all very popular. Um, If you were listening to SRN News, polls indicate the exact opposite with the American public. But, hey, keep uh, uh, putting forth that narrative. But here's the thing that I have been bringing up a lot is that when you prioritize diversity in your inner circle over competence, this is what you're going to end up with. I mean, look at the multiple crises just within the past uh, few months. I mean, think of the poorest handling of the southern border. You know, the disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan. COVID-19, we've had more deaths due to COVID-19 in the nine months Biden has been president than in the 10 months. Yeah, it was declared a pandemic in March of 2020, and Donald Trump was president for 10 more months. So for in the 10 months of the Trump administration. And obviously this uh, the foundering supply chain due to cargo ships being held up at the ports. That's been a big news story the past few weeks. There's uh, concern uh, about you know consumer from consumers what Christmas will look like when Christmas shopping commences. 
I mean, it's all right there. The incompetence of the Biden administration. And what was his chanting point pretty much from when, when it was determined he was going to be the Democrat candidate? When talk of his running mate, the only qualifications he listed was that it was a female and a person of color. Both those criteria had to be met. Nothing about competence. Nothing about can they help advance an agenda, be a good political figurehead to help advance the their agenda once they get in the White House. No, it was a woman of color. That was his only criteria. And he ended up picking a person, Kamala Harris, who a lot of people had a lot of high hopes for and a lot of high expectations for when she got into the presidential race in 2019 and immediately was like in the top three candidates when she entered the race, yet she didn't even make it to the Iowa caucuses. What does that tell you? It tells you how utterly incapable she is of being politically savvy. And you listen to some of the news conferences she conducts or some of the interviews she gives or just some of these public appearances. I mean, it's just cringeworthy, the delivery of her statements and the things that she says. And another thing that has has concerned me is how many in the inner circle, Biden's inner circle, particularly his cabinet and some of his high-ranking officials, how many of them have ever held a job in the private sector? Look at Press Secretary Jen Psaki. Just a couple of weeks ago when she was pressed on inflation and prices getting out of control and proposals to increase taxes on individuals making four hundred grand or more, and a lot of people point out, you know what, that's going to hit right at the heart of small business. And as a result, small businesses are going to increase their prices, and that's going to hurt consumers. So that's actually very regressive, the kind of tax increases you're talking about. And Jen Psaki was dismissive and said, well, that's absurd that a business would take its increased costs and pass that on to consumers. Okay, somebody doesn't know how business works. I mean, that's a frightening thing for a high-ranking member of a presidential administration to say. It's almost as if none of these people have gra- grasped any concepts from Economics 101, much less even worked in the private sector. But because Jen Psaki is a female, we want the administration to be diverse, don't want one of these cranky old white males like uh, uh, Sean Spicer up there as press secretary. And again, that's not to say that racial a racial minority or even a member of the LGBTQ community can't be the most qualified candidates for a position. Absolutely they can, and more so in the 21st century, often are. But if you're making that aspect of your hiring process the predominant factor for forming your cabinet... It's going to be the American people that suffer the consequences. I mean, it's pretty simple. You, The woke scolds, particularly when Trump was forming his cabinet, you know, after he won the election in 2016, you know, immediately he was, he was tabbing people like uh, General Mattis for his uh, Secretary of Defense and uh, uh, also H.R. Uh, McMasters and uh, I forget what capacity, I think he was the NSA advisor and uh, Sean Spicer was his uh, press secretary and, you know, starting to fill some of his key roles in his administration. And and it's the woke skulls like, oh, OK, good old boys club, good old white boys club. Look at that. OK. But could anybody argue that then Secretary Mattis, with his experience in military matters, could anybody argue that he was a good pick? With H.R. McMaster's and the experience, the background he had as NSA advisor, I mean, are, are you are you going to look at the qualifications, or are you just going to attack the fact that they're white guys? Okay, yeah, they're white guys. What what disqualifies them from having these positions? 
well, yeah, we, we, we should be more diverse. Okay, uh, name a minority or a female that are as qualified or have uh, better qualifications, then we might grant your point. So, again, diversity can be a strength. There's no doubt about it. But this idea that that should be the predominant factor over, oh, I don't know, actually being able to do the job? And you know where I'm going with this. Talking about the supply chain issues and how Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, who prior to this was the mayor of South Bend, Indiana, okay, and a white guy, but the only reason that he was launched in any kind of prominence is because he checked at least one box on the intersectionality scorecard. He's a gay man. Which, again, I'm not denigrating nor endorsing that lifestyle, but how does that qualify him to be Transportation Secretary? I mean, really, this is a guy who thinks trains are our future. And he's so fond of trains because he remembers so fondly about how he proposed marriage to his husband in a train station. Okay, that's all we need. Transportation Secretary, here you go. I think you know where I'm going with this. Another big story from this past week about how Pete Buttigieg has been pretty much missing in action. Uh, and the scary thing is, no one really knew noticed that he was gone. That tells you government is too big when you have this high-ranking, high-profile position. And no one knows you're gone. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in by Twitter. Hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. In this home, that is me. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Know the weather before you hit the field thanks to AM 1280 The Patriot and Onyx Hunt. Listen every Thursday at 7 a.m., 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 7 p.m. for the Onyx Hunt weather forecast. No matter where you hunt, public or private, Onyx Hunt has it mapped. As the number one hunting GPS app, Onyx gives you hundreds of custom map layers, 3D topo maps, weather details, and even what crops have been planted and where. All within the palm of your hand. Get the most trusted GPS app ever made. Onyx. Know where you stand with Onyx Hunt. At a time when misinformation is all too common on social media, we take great pride in bringing you the news that matters, that impacts your family, news you can trust. Local broadcast journalists bring you the facts, covering the stories breaking in our community and across the globe. Text RADIO to 52886 and let Congress know you depend on local journalism. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Holiday guests can stress out your home. Get ready with help from Air Mechanical. Make sure the heat stays on with a furnace tune-up now. A new tankless water heater will ensure you don't give your relatives the cold shoulder. Have Air Mechanical's plumbers do a preventative drain cleaning. AMI's electrical pros can install outdoor lighting for safety in the dark, plus a garage heater just in case you need an in-law escape room. Air Mechanical, your holiday helper. For the life of your home, visit Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Join the Freedom Fan Club today and you could win a copy of our Regnery Book of the Month, Debunking the 1619 Project, Exposing the Plan to Divide America by Mary Graybar. Register to win at am1280thepatriot.com. Welcome back, AM1280 The Patriot. 
Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks so much for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. For any comments or questions, as always, we appreciate tuning in. So I left off the last segment talking about how uh, diversity is not a bad thing. In fact, it's a good thing. It's a positive thing. It's good to have different perspectives and backgrounds within uh, any kind of organization, even if it's a uh, uh, presidential administration. Undeniably a good thing, but it should not be the priority over competence, over qualifications for the job. And from what many people are beginning to learn, being transportation secretary means you have a tremendous amount of uh, responsibility uh, when it comes to the supply chain issues, particularly cargo ships kind of circling around the ports, you know, trying to deliver goods into the country. And apparently, uh, President Biden said, uh, this was uh, Jim Garrity at National Review reported this, uh, President Biden said last week, uh, I want to thank my Supply Chain Disruptions Task Force, which we set up in June, led by Secretaries Buttigieg, Raimondo, and Vilsack, and by my Director of National Economic Council, Brian Deese. I want to thank them for their leadership. So that brings to mind the obvious question. If this Supply Chain Disruptions Task Force was set up in June, what have they been doing for four months? Because you're hearing all, you're seeing all these apocalyptic headlines about the global supply chain nightmare is about to get worse, or Christmas at risk as supply chain disaster only gets worse, or U.S. supply chain too snarled for Biden Christmas fix, experts say, or truck driver shortage fuels supply chain issues. If there was a task force set up four months ago, what have they been doing? And as this was further inquired about, it was then ascertained, oh, yeah, um, one of the secretaries on that task force, the transportation secretary, uh, Pete Buttigieg, yeah, he's been on paternity leave for a couple of months. Two months? So you identified this supply chain as being an issue back in June, and Secretary Buttigieg went on paternity leave, that would be August, so who was running this thing? Who was overseeing this? And if, by the way, people didn't even notice he was gone, what do you need a transportation secretary for? Was there some sort of undersecretary that was there to answer a lot of these issues, if need be? Now, the biggest problem I had with all this is that you had people denigrating the concept of paternity leave, and that's the wrong focus. Paternity leave is, I believe, is a good thing. Okay, now I get it. Fathers don't have, you know, say the physical ability to do a lot of the things that the mothers do. I understand that. But to be there to, you know, support, you know, the mother of their children is undeniably a good thing. So people who were focused on denigrating that, particularly Matt Walsh of the Daily Wire and, and Stephen Crowder, uh, you're, you're, you're focusing on the wrong thing and you're steering the conversation away from the salient issue is why was someone as wholly unqualified as Pete Buttigieg as transportation secretary in a high profile position taking this much time off in the middle of this crisis? And that absolutely is fair game to ask these questions. Uh, Dan McLaughlin, National Review, uh, says, yeah, there are several reasons Buttigieg should be under fire for this. First and foremost, Buttigieg is a cabinet secretary. This is a senior management position on par with being a corporate CEO. There are all sorts of nice things that come with being senior management. Good pay, lots of perks, publicity, obsequious underlings. But the trade-offs are typically that, in return, senior managers are asked to put in more time get away from the job less easily, and lack the job security sometimes granted to ordinary workers. That's the deal. It's what you get when the buck stops with you. Even if being away for eight weeks is reasonable for a secretary, a janitor, or a mid-level bureaucrat in the transportation department, it really is pushing for the man in charge to just go away 
for that long. A private company would be well within its rights to demand that its CEO come back faster than that, even if it offered a more generous maternity or paternity policy to its lower-level employees. Second, the disruption of supply chains really is a major problem, regardless of how bad you think it may be. The administration thinks that it is one, that it is one within Buttigieg's jurisdiction, hence his position on the task force. Just because you can take paternity leave in normal circumstances doesn't mean you should take every last day you're entitled to without any regard to what is happening in your job, especially if that job is a senior management role at the nationwide level. So again, this gets back to what I was talking about earlier, is how in the world, I mean, what exactly qualified Pete Buttigieg to have this role in the first place? I mean, I, that, that's a legitimate question. And so obviously that's going to come back to haunt the Biden administration. Was this, again, a continuing uh, uh, aspect of you prioritizing diversity, i.e., you know, they're, in their minds, the first ever openly gay cabinet member, which that in and of itself isn't even true. Rick Grinnell, who worked in the Trump administration, actually earned that distinction. But yet that seemed to be the one thing that the Biden administration was touting when they made, when they, when they made Pete Buttigieg the transportation secretary. And even Joe Biden himself, back when Buttigieg was a presidential candidate, Biden himself, in a tweet that was later deleted, was questioning Buttigieg's expertise and insight on transportation issues, yet makes him transportation secretary. Now, this could also be kind of a quid pro quo type, type deal because when they were clearing the decks to try to find the one candidate that could farewell head to head against Donald Trump, Joe Biden was that guy because he was a guy that was acceptable even to some Republicans who weren't enthused with the Trump administration. Okay, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Pete Buttigieg, no shot. Okay, but uh, someone like Joe Biden, they thought so. So therefore, in order to clear the decks, you know, Biden had to probably promise them some nice perks. And for Buttigieg, I guess it was transportation secretary. Is our caller still on line one? Yo, oh, I'm trying to get your attention here. Is our caller still on line one? Okay. Uh, we do have a caller on line one. Uh, Mark, go ahead. You're on the uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Brad, I actually get your point about diversity and Pete Buttigieg, and you could talk about that all you want, but you can't tell me for one second if Donald Trump's in office, he doesn't use the Deep, uh, Defense Production Act, he doesn't bypass the Longshoremen Unions, he's on this thing from day one as the president. And I understand what you're saying about the diversity and that they worship at the altar of diversity and people. But Trump would have taken over in day one. Um, and, and I'll just hang up and listen to your, to your response. No, I appreciate, uh, appreciate the call, Mark. Thanks. Yeah, uh, obviously, um, you know, that was the thing that was uh, criticized most about the Trump administration is he put in, uh, you know, they were saying that he lacked diversity in his early uh, nominees, but then uh, he nominated woman Betsy DeVos as education secretary and uh, Ben Carson, African-American for HUD secretary. And uh, actually that was some of the criticism he got, you know, Ben, they say, well, Ben Carson, you know, how is he qualified to be, you know, HUD secretary or, you know, Betsy DeVos, same thing. You know, they were actually questioning the, the qualifications. All of a sudden diversity wasn't, didn't matter when all of a sudden the Trump cabinet became more diverse then they were focusing on the qualifications. So they weren't in the wrong. But why is it that they're, that it's a couple of different standards here? But, yeah, you're, you're exactly right, Mark. I mean, Trump, for, for all the things that you, people say about him, and I've obviously had a lot of things to say about him, not a lot positive. But, yeah, he was a guy who wanted to figure out how to get this thing corrected. And if it meant plowing through some of these bureaucratic layers, he was willing to do it. Uh, does anybody remember what Operation Warp Speed that his administration put forth in order to get emergency youth authorization for uh, COVID vaccines to get to the market? And regardless of what you think of vaccines, I think they're, they're very good. I got one myself. Um, that, that saved a lot of lives. No doubt about it. 
because they were willing to eschew a lot of the regular channels. So um, this is, a, uh, I guess, Pete Buttigieg is, uh, was shamed out of uh, <laughs> uh, coming out of his paternity leave and onto some Sunday shows. I don't know how those appearances went this morning, but apparently he did make some appearances, so we'll have to uh, check those out. Uh, well, it'll be interesting to hear what kind of tough questions he got because some of the questions should have been, what are you thinking your high-profile position being gone for two months? Hopefully someone asked that question. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. It's me, Brad Carlson, the closer, back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Meet Tim. Hey, what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing strategy. And when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, I'm sure he'll get right to work. Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's up? Over 200 digital media strategists with all the current digital tools, resources, and training bringing your business the real results you need. These are the people who are passionate about your marketing success and will work 24-7 to deliver customers to you and your business. So, Tim. Yes, level 12. I'm going to be here all night. Or the team at Salem Surround. Why trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? nationwide exposure, experience, and expertise. Let our team of experts focus on your digital marketing strategy so you can focus on your business. It's an easy decision. To learn more about Salem Surround, call 651-289-4418. 651-289-4418. Hi, John Wichko here, owner of Advantage Autoglass. I'd like to talk local, Minnesota local. I was born and raised right here in Rosemont and have spent my entire life in Minnesota. I'm proud that we're a local family-owned company. It really frosts me when national glass companies based in other states and owned by a foreign conglomerate try to say they're local. Advantage Auto Glass has been local, Minnesota local for over 20 years. We'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives and we'll fix your chipped or cracked windshield right the first time. Advantage Auto Glass has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and we're a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. If you call your agent or claims line first, make sure to tell them you want to work with Advantage Auto Glass, your real local, Minnesota local installer, and no one else. Or you could schedule your appointment on our website at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. For chips, mixed for cracks, call Advantage Auto Glass. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Oh, 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 yeah. Welcome back. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. Always, we appreciate you tuning in. Going to take a transition now. Talk some local politics with our in-studio guest. Uh, Kelly Johnner-Byrne is a candidate for Minnesota Secretary of State. She is vying for the Republican nomination. We're going to talk to her about her Background in politics, why this particular office, and uh, again, Election Day, a little more than a year away. It's going to be here before you know it, folks, so uh, definitely not too early to start talking about these local elections, that is for certain. And an honor to have in studio the aforementioned Kelly Jenner-Byrne. Kelly, welcome to the broadcast. How are you? Thanks so much. I'm so glad to be here. So, uh, Secretary of State, uh, why Secretary of State, I guess, is the first question I'll ask you. Well, you know, it's interesting. Why does anybody get into politics, really? You know, at some stage, I think we, we all go through this um, 
I think we go through uh, stages. And the, the first stage is, is that, you know, when you're young, you, you don't really worry about anything because you're invincible. Right. And then all of a sudden you see what's going on. And at some point, if we don't have enough good people stand up for the good people, uh, our country is going to be in trouble. So, but interestingly enough, I, um, I'm from South St. Paul originally. I grew up in South St. Paul, born and raised. My whole family graduated from South St. Paul. And um, I, you know, I moved out of South St. Paul. I haven't lived there um, since I graduated. But the interesting thing is, is that 20 years ago, I ran Mary Kiff Meyers' successful reelection campaign when she ran against Buck Humphrey. So it was her second go at, um, you know, Secretary of State. And I ran that. And I, I ran last that. Last Republican to hold office, right? Uh, that was the last Republican to hold office. Isn't that? Oh, the irony. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, the irony in that. Yes. So I ran her campaign, and um, it was in a, a very eye-opening experience. I think she did an amazing job as the Secretary of State. And um, I learned I learned a ton. And that was my foray into politics. Okay. But how Mary found me was actually, um, I'm a former Mrs. Minnesota. I was Mrs. Minnesota in 2001. And um, I did it for my nonprofit and to, you know, to garner more uh, experience and more, um, you know, just more more people to sure. be involved with our nonprofit. And um, so I did it then. And I, I met some people that were serving in office. And, you know, being from South St. Paul, I came from, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that have served in office that are originally from South St. Paul, everybody from Lavander, Polenny, Housley, Metzen, Stassen, Durenberger. You know, the list goes on and they're on both sides of the aisle. Right. Good, solid people. Just good, solid people. Um, But I ran um, for the endorsement in Woodbury, where I live, for the Senate endorsement. And I really learned the process. And from that, I was unsuccessful. That was way back in 2002. I was in my 30s. Okay. And I... um, that's when Mary Kiffmeyer asked if I would run her campaign. And I said, what do I know about running a campaign? Well, I will tell you on the job training. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, throw myself right into the fire there. But it was it was an amazing experience. And um, I met so many people in Minnesota. And I had re-met so many people in Minnesota. Because remember, as Mrs. Minnesota, I had traveled the state right. speaking for nonprofits and schools. And, you know, I think I did 350 or some odd, you know, speeches wow. uh, for various different things. So okay. it was really great to go and travel the state again. So you're not afraid to get in front of a microphone, Kelly Jenner Burns? No, I actually have a podcast. <laughs> I actually have a podcast. I know this. Yeah, yeah. We're dark right now because I, I'm just a little bit busy. But that's a the beauty bit. of a, that's the beauty of a podcast, right? Right. <laughs> so uh, obviously, people they they hear Secretary of State, they think, oh, that's a website I go to to kind of hit refresh constantly on election. I try to get election results, and obviously, mm-hmm. where they post a lot of the results and candidacies, what have you. What are some other aspects of this particular position that um, people may not be readily aware of that in an office you're vying for? Absolutely. Well, you know, the interesting thing is that the elections are what Secretary of State is known for. If you have a small business like myself, I think that it's really important that people know that it's the business um, services that the Secretary of State's office provides. Um, You know, one third is elections, two thirds is business services. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when you register your business, you go to the Secretary of State's office. And so there's many different services that they provide. But there's some things that, you know, I think we could improve upon. Um, When they moved, um, you know, the office where you're filing to a downtown location, well, that doesn't make it really all that convenient. Right. Um, You know, parking and paying for parking and Mm -hmm. Being a small business owner, you know, I'm a blue-collar kid from South St. Paul. My brother owns a business. Um, I have a small business. It's small businesses that got our country going. Right. And I do believe that it's small businesses that are, are going to get our country, you know, out of where we're at right now. Entrepreneurism, you know, America's known for that. So I would really like to see those processes that the Secretary of State's office does streamlined and update our, our systems and processes. So uh, for this uh, particular office, I mean, what uh, was there someone who approached you about possibly running for this office or were you seeing things going on in the Secretary of State's office that you thought need dramatic improvement because of your experience with Mary Kiffmeyer's campaign you jumped in? I guess what was the catalyst for this particular candidacy, Kelly? You know, I think it's um, a, it's a little bit of both, okay. to be perfectly honest. So I ran for I was the endorsed candidate the endorsed Republican candidate for 53B. I remember this, yeah. Yes. So I I ran for office, and when I saw that there wasn't really anyone stepping forward, it's something that has always been on my radar. 
I watched how, you know, the election went. I, I watched uh, what Mary did in the office. I've watched what's happened, what you know, what has happened over the years. And I think for a lot of people, they're afraid to step up for office because they don't feel they're qualified. Right. Well, we are a government by the people for the people. Yep. 100%. And if we can't if we can't surround ourselves with people that are knowledgeable and and part of the process, then we're just missing out on the process itself. And I think that's why a lot of young people are really disenfranchised about running for office. Oh, my goodness, it takes too much time or they just don't want to do it. I do believe that a good candidate has a couple of qualities. And if you're going down that road, these are the qualities. Number one, I think you have to have a thick skin mm. in this day and age. Um, you, you know, you, you really do have to have a thick skin to, to run. Number two, I think you have to have a, a true desire to help lead. And you have to put your ego on the shelf because not every politician, and this is what the problem is with, you know, with I think our government in general, is people want politicians to solve their problems. So we elect you and then we, we just let you go. But that's really not how it works. You know, they, they need to be accountable. Right. And so I want to surround myself with people that will help me be better um, as well as accountable. And you have to lead the charge because the secretary of state's office requires a lot of staff. There's a lot of people in that office to make it all happen. It's not just one person. Yeah. Oh. But you have to be a leader. So um, in that last um, in the last election cycle, I did my very best. I, I door knocked like 12,000 doors, like some ridiculous number of doors. No wonder you're doing all those squats. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just did a, for those that don't know, I just did a squat challenge. So I did 204 for That's the record. That's impressive. Wow. At 55 years old, 204 squats. That's pretty crazy. It is, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I said the three things that you need to have is that thick skin. I think you need to have some great leadership um, abilities. And I do think that you need to be able to relate to people and be somebody that is not just enthroned in, in politics. Yes, there's lots to learn, but we have a lot of people that have been serving, you know, in in many different positions, both local, state, national, um, that – you know, it's time for new people to to step in. Right. I, I believe experience. I am wholeheartedly for experience, but I believe that if somebody doesn't step in, where are we going to be at? So you made your official declaration of a candidacy, October eleventh. October eleventh, less than a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, general impressions: of the first week, Kelly, uh, everything you anticipated. Like I say, this isn't your first go around as far as right. being around a statewide campaign, but now the difference is you're actually the candidate. Uh, top of the race here. Uh, what's some of your general impressions? I guess the first six days into this. You know, it's been it's been amazingly positive. Um, the interesting thing is that um, I've had more women that have encouraged me because women are opening businesses at yes. a rate of two to one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that you know, if you're a woman and you're out there and you're running the household, that is a huge business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is, you know, yes. that is a huge, huge business that you're running is a household, and to and to run it smoothly is. Um, you know, until I became a mother at age 40. Wow. I have a new appreciation for moms. <laughs> um, you know, I, I um, the the feeling that I've gotten has been absolutely positive. Obviously, my email box and my phone and, you know, and everything has blown up. Sure. Um, and uh, I've had an amazing and overwhelming amount of support, support that I didn't even realize um, that I would have. And it's coming from all around the state. So people that have known me for 25 years as Kelly, the the nonprofit girl or Kelly, the Mrs. Minnesota or Kelly, the business person. So it's been amazing. So uh, you're probably going to hear a lot uh, running in a statewide race that Republicans have not won a statewide office since 2006 when Governor Plenty was reelected. And My so, brother graduated with him. Is that right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All these connections, we, Kelly. I know. We know, all the, we know the Pelennies. Oh, my goodness. They went to our church. Yeah. So with that in mind, uh, how do we finally, in 2022, break through and end this uh, 16? It's going to be on 16 years as of next year. How do we break through and finally end it at uh, 16 years, Kelly Jennerberg? Well, I think the first thing that we need to do is, number one, is we we have to get off of doom and gloom. Number one, we have to remember that, you know, God is still on the throne and he's still in charge. And um, I think that we have to come back to some common sense. Um, We need to stop getting so alarmed about everything. Although the news and the world, things that are happening is alarming. Sure. Nobody does well in panic. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, that that's the first thing. Um, The second thing I think we really need to do is engage people that are really disengaged. 
people that are just like Ugh, politics is boring. I was actually talking to my nephew um, just before I got on uh, on the air. And there's a lot of young people that are just really it's just like it's all just, you know, junk. We're we're sick of hearing about it. It's just all doom and gloom. I think that we do have a very, very bright future, but we need to get people engaged for the right reasons, for the absolute right reasons. And that is to do the right thing, the right thing for our country, our kids, our families. Um, so I think we need to reach people that have not been reached in the past. And so um, I'm excited to do that. I have, I have a ton of energy. <laughs> if you haven't figured that out, I'm, I'm, I'm just ready to go. I want to go and meet people and help them understand the process and maybe dispel some of the myth about the process of running and maybe encourage some people that would not have uh, otherwise run for an office to get involved in their communities to get in, involved locally and, you know, at the state. And, and, and if they're ever thinking about starting a business, I want to make it easy for them to come to the Secretary of State's office and have right. good mm-hmm. counsel and good help. I like it. Once again, we are joined in studio by Kelly Johnner Byrne. She uh, vying for the Republican nomination for Minnesota Secretary of State. Uh, by the way, you can check out her website too, kelly4mn.com, the traditional spelling, kelly 4 MN.com. Kelly, we need to take a quick break. Are you able to hold for one final short segment? Absolutely. All right. Kelly Johnner Byrne uh, is with us for one final segment. If you'd like uh, to call in with a question or comment, 651 289 4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N A R N Show. Brad Carlson coming back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Hey, where did we go? AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our weekend special. Save up to $800 on Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds, plus special financing. Ends Monday. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something. Something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. 800-884-9018. That's 800-884-9018. Hear the top voices in conservative radio on your Amazon smart speaker. Now streaming AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Just ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis. That's play The Patriot Minneapolis. Welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. 
It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks all for tuning in. One final short segment with our in-studio guest, Kelly Johnner Byrne. She vying for the Republican nomination for Minnesota Secretary of State. 2022 elections coming up. You may have read about them in the paper. 651-289-4488. Again, that is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Uh, we do got a caller on line one, apparently a fellow uh, South St. Paulite, if I'm reading that correctly. Grace on line one. Grace, go ahead. Hi, Kelly. Greetings from your hometown. Hello. Hey, I have a question. I, we were When we saw your announcement in the paper, somebody with us, Jonathan Crow, was saying that um, really all the Secretary of State does is oversee elections, but then you're talking about businesses. Mm-hmm. Is there is there more that the Secretary of State does than just elections? Or what all, what, what all are you... So I'm a little confused. Can you clarify that? Absolutely. Thanks, Grace. I appreciate the question. You know, here's just a couple of things um, the Secretary of State's office does. You know, they... they um, all of your business registrations that um, happen, you know, when you open a business and, and you want to be registered with the Secretary of State... That's just one, you know, one small area. Obviously, they oversee the elections as well. Um, But, you know, the thing that our Secretary of State's office can also let you know about is just things about the election. So, for instance, um, there was a period of time ago when the Ramsey County commissioners, they had their post-election review. The county commissioners decided that it was going to be on November 16th. But the Secretary of State's website said that it was on the 14th. So the Secretary of State's office and the website should actually be the gold standard. And so, Grace, that's something that I want to do is to help clean that up. So if you ever decide that you want to open that business or you need some information about the elections and other things Secretary of State's office does, you'll be able to get that information, you know, just by going to the site. Fantastic. Appreciate the call, Grace. Thanks so much. Uh, Line two, a comment from Mark. He's not on the phone, is he? Okay. Uh, once on the website, yeah, yeah, thanks for, uh, for that, Mark. Uh, Kelly4MN.com, K-E-L-L-Y, Kelly4MN.com, and he wants to know how to spell your name. Just go to the website, and you'll see it right on there. <laughs> really easy. Yes, it's a it's a hyphenated one. And for those of me that, or for those folks that, you know, I went to school with, um, Jane or Johnner, you know, <laughs> it's, how do you say a last name? It's really supposed to be said Johnner. And I've got a hyphenated oh, name, Johnner right. Byrne. Okay. I know. No, you're good, Brad. You've, you've got it all down. You're, on, you're down pat. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm a stickler for that because I always want to pronounce people's names correctly, and I never take anything for granted. Even if someone has a last name Erickson, I always ask for clarification. So, hundred <laughs> percent. So again, uh, join Kelly Johnner Byrne again, vying for the Republican nomination for uh, Minnesota Secretary of State. Again, we need to start picking off some of these. Uh, uh, statewide racist folks, that is for certain. So, uh, And by the way, if you go to Kelly's website, you can see uh, how to follow her on Instagram as well as Twitter. And uh, money is not uh, the most important, but it's important nonetheless, Kelly. So uh, also an uh, opportunity to donate 100%. as well. It's, you know, it's really interesting because um, the governor's race, um, the attorney general's race, they get a lot of you know, they get a lot of uh, noise. Yeah. And I, I don't want to say that in a disparaging way whatsoever. That's true. Yeah. But there's, uh, you know, there's just a lot of noise that goes around it. And a lot of times uh, the Secretary of State's office does not get the same sort of noise. Um, and I think it's really important that people take a look at, you know, a look at that race and um, not discount anybody. Everybody loves an underdog. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I mentioned, I think I mentioned this before. I believe it was the 2014 Secretary of State's race. Uh, you know, Governor Dayton won pretty handily. I think the Attorney General was Lori Swanson at the time, won pretty handily. Secretary of State's race, it was a one-point race. It was a very one-point yeah. race, and um, that campaign, that was um, Severson's, Doc Severson's, yep, yeah. Doc Severson's race, and that race was um, run by, uh, had a great campaign manager. And um, I know that lady. That's a she's a she's a great campaign. Really? Manager. Would she like to come on the show sometime? Um, she might come on the show. <laughs> she might. She might come on the show. I might know her. Yeah. Right. So, but but to your point that you know every race is its own individual race. I mean, people don't necessarily vote for the same party up and down the ticket. Some of us do. I'm raising my hand here, but uh, uh, not necessarily all of us. So that that is a very important. Is it's each individual race, and to that end. You know, we've seen some of the poll numbers, um, uh, particularly, you know, the governor's race, as you mentioned, is kind of the gold standard when you're looking at approval ratings. And Governor Walls, well underwater in all counties, with the exception of Hennepin or Ramsey. No surprise there. 
But the one thing that I've always noticed is too many Republicans kiss off Hennepin and Red. Well, I'm not going to win those counties anyways. We don't need to win those counties, but you certainly need to make inroads. You certainly need to bite into those margins of victories that the DFL constantly gets. And I think if we can do that, that, was, that goes a long way. That was really interesting because when I um, when I was out door knocking and, and I um, when I ran for 53B, the interesting thing was is my sign was next to uh, DFL signs. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was very interesting because we need to continue to bring to the table electable candidates that have the energy, that that have uh, not an aspiration to be maybe in the office forever. Right. Um, I think we need to, because there's a reason and it's there's preferred, a actually. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 100%. And so I, I really believe that we have to have people that can actually talk to people that are unscripted. You know, we're so intent on people not making any misstep or any mistake but but that's just unrealistic i i think that we need to give you know we need to give people a chance um i sure did when i was out door knocking and it was amazing at how many people said well i might not vote for this person or that person but i'm sure the heck gonna vote for you there you go and i think you need to show up yeah, yeah, it's all the individual uh, candidates' merits that is, uh, is to be certain. So um, we only have about a minute left. Again, uh, Kelly Johnner Byrne is our guest vying for the Republican nomination for Minnesota Secretary of State. Uh, pretty much everything at your website, Kelly, you can find. Uh, everything on there, your social and media. it will be um, continuously update, updated. As as you know, we uh, we just announced our candidacy, so there will be continued updates. We'll be we'll be seeing people from you know one end of Minnesota to the other. And we're going to get out and run um, a great campaign. It's going to be exciting. And if you want some excitement, you should join us. Yeah, absolutely. Once again, uh, kelly4mn.com. And by the way, folks, I, I've also linked to Kelly's website on my blog, bradcarlson.org. So on the post promoting today's broadcast, uh, you can also click on that link there. And again, it's a one-stop shop for everything. There's a donate button right in the upper right, as well as uh, to follow her on Twitter and Instagram, which I have already done. I've dutifully done Kelly Jenner Burns. So uh, we're adding to the social media presence as well. So. Absolutely. I appreciate it very much. Very grateful. Well, once again, uh, Kelly, we appreciate you uh, stopping by. Best of luck in the campaign going forward. It's, an, it's a little more than a year to Election Day, so please come back. We'd love to have you on Touch of Tennessee as often as possible. Thanks, Brad. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Folks, thank you so much for tuning in. Again, special programming note, I'll be on both Saturday and Sunday next weekend from 1 to 3 p.m. Filling in for my friend and colleague Mitch Berg on Saturday on the Headliner Edition. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Closing time. Turn all of the Impact Mortgage Corp. TV, a cash call mortgage, NMLS ID 1282321, equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer based on loans over $250,000. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. What's better than a mortgage interest rate and APR in the twos? How about a no-closing-cost mortgage loan with an interest rate and APR in the twos? That's right. We have no-closing-cost loans here at Cash Call Mortgage. We pay the title, escrow, and appraisal fees. So if you're looking to save a little cash on your monthly mortgage payment, call Cash Call Mortgage today. Our quotes are always free. If your mortgage rate APR is not in the twos, Cash Call Mortgage could lower your interest rate and save you some cash. What are you waiting for? With low rates and no closing cost options, now is the time to refinance your mortgage. For a free quote to see if you qualify, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call us today. Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. Jay Farner here, CEO of Rocket Companies. If you thought you missed your chance to refinance and save, think again. Mortgage rates have recently dropped, and Rocket Mortgage can help you save big when you call 8338-ROCKET today. For example, with a $250,000 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, you could get a new low rate under 3%. If your current rate is over 3.75%, you could lower your payment by over $100 a month, saving thousands in interest. But you've got to act now, because no one knows how long these low rates will last. So when you need a simple way to get big savings, Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rocket. Refinance offer assumes a rate of 2.99%, 3.21% APR, 70% loan-to-value ratio for the cost of 1.75 points. $4,375 due at closing. Monthly payment of $1,052.66. Taxes and insurance not included. Payment will be greater. Rates current as of 7 21 Conditions apply. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 33. <laughs>
I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. AM 1280, The Patriot. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.